0: Hello there, I'm Gloria Warren, and this is the Eloquent Wife Podcast, a safe space in time where we discuss all things pertaining to wifelyhood. So whether you're dealing with unforgiveness, are in the honeymoon phase, or have unmet desires, needs, or expectations you can rest assured that you will gain godly tips and strategies that will help to transform your marriage for the rest of your life. Let's get started. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Eloquent Wife Podcast. My name is Gloria Warren, and I am your host, bringing you episode 32 of season four with The Eloquent Wife Podcast. It is 10.08 here in Sandusky, Ohio, and you can catch these live video recordings on Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Um, And as you're coming on, please share the broadcast. If you enjoy listening to the podcast through a podcasting platform such as Apple, such as Google, Pandora, Spotify, the episodes will be uploaded and ready for streaming the same day. So on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern during the duration of season four. But the topic for today is going to be that one okay the topic for today is gonna be a real one i've been holding this topic since november but today is the day of its official release and 60 percent of the topics that i'm going to cover this season i or that i've already covered um i had archived in season three but yes, today's topic is going to be seduction, the silent tempter. Jesus be offense. But before we dive into the conversation, let me know where you're tuning in from today. Um, if you are a replay viewer. Type replay, you can drop drop a heart emoji, you can drop, you know, a star, you can put your name in there, put your city where you're tuning in from, Um, a smiley face just to get the interaction going Um, because I do love the interaction But I want to personally just say thank you to those of you who faithfully tune in. Your support is appreciated and it's recognized. So I just wanted to say thank you to my newbies who are here for the very first time. I want to give to you my five key elements guide. Um, And this is where I break down five key things that will help you to break open the heart of your husband. And if you would like this you can go to glorywarren.com to download it directly to your device i'm trying to figure out a way to look in the camera like the right way so that these lights are not reflecting in my glasses because i didn't feel like putting on context today but yeah when i look over here i'm trying to figure out a good way to do it but let me let me keep going We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on YouTube, we're on TikTok at The Eloquent Wife And I have a personal page on Facebook and Instagram at Gloria Warren So if you want to connect, connect, um, stay up to date to see what's going on To interact with me and through The Eloquent Wife through a week And again, as you're coming on, please share the broadcast But let's get ready to pray So that we can dive into the conversation for today Because I have a lot of notes And I'm going to prayerfully be able to get through it Without, you know, overstimulation of giving too much information But not having to end it before I share everything So, Lord, help me to be wise in, you know, sticking to my notes So let's go before the throne of grace in prayer So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord I just want to say thank you, God, for allowing us to meet here today Lord, I thank you, Jesus, for just giving us an opportunity to come before you to learn, to be able to share, to be able to just dwell in your presence, God, amongst our sisters, Lord Jesus. God, you are amazing. And we can't do anything without just giving you glory and giving you praise first because It is what you are doing And so, Lord, I pray that you would speak through me, O God I pray that you would use me, Lord God To deliver this this word, God Through this podcast, through this conversation that we're going to have To give us something to think about, Lord God So that we can be wise in our decisions And how we move and how we function, O God Lord, you have given us the mandate to work out our own soul salvation with fear and trembling. And so we just thank you, God, for caring enough for us to just prepare and to give us information that we can take in, that we can ponder on, that we can just apply to our lives to help us to be the best version of ourselves that you have created us to be. And so, God, we just want to say yet again, we give you glory. We give you praise. We give you honor. Lord God, if there's anything in us that's not like you, I ask that you would remove it So there will be no barrier, no hindrance That would cause us to not be able to allow this to fall on good ground And we thank you for it We call it all done by faith in the name of Jesus, I pray Amen and amen So let's get into the topic for today and before I dive in, I just want to say to have an ear to hear and to have a heart to receive, um, this is going to be a really good conversation. And I believe that if we choose to take the word and to see the good in it, we'll be able to. Apply it and use it to flourish Y'all know that's my favorite word So again, let's get into the topic The world that we live in is a very hyper-sexual one that affects everyone Okay, so let me change this overlay Because that's not supposed to still be up there the world that we live in is a very hypersexual one that affects everyone We are not all affected the same way But we have all had to deal with something at some point That we have had to resist First Timothy 4, 1 Timothy 4.1 says Now the Spirit speaketh expressively That in the latter times Some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Galatians 5, 19 through 21 says, and I'm going to read two translations of this because I'm just kind of laying my foundation before we just dive into this. So again, this Galatians five nineteen through 21, and this is the King James Version, and it says, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revilings, and such like of... The which I tell you before, as I have also told you in times past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And so as we journey through life, our goal as a Christian, as a believer and as a person or woman of God, our goal should be at the end of this life, eternal life. So I'm going to read this scripture, this scripture again in the God's words. Translation And again that's Galatians five nineteen through 21 and it says Now the effects of the corrupt nature Are obvious Illicit sex, perversion Promiscuity Idolatry, drug use Hatred, rivalry Jealousy, angry outbursts Selfish ambition Conflict, factions Envy, drunkenness Wild partying And similar things I've told you in the time past, and I'm telling you again that people who do these kinds of things will not inherit God's kingdom. So I'm going to do my best to bridge the gap between the natural and the spiritual when I am talking about this subject where we're talking about seduction, the silent tempter. So what is seduction? And as I look this up, it has several meanings. And I'm going to give three of the meanings that I found. So, seduction is to persuade one into disobedience or disloyalty. Seduction is to lead astray, usually by persuasion or by giving false promises. Or... Seduction is to carry out the physical seduction of enticing someone To engage in sexual intercourse We attribute this to the natural and the spiritual But the Bible tells me that we wrestle not against flesh and blood So whether one is being afflicted mentally by a spirit an unclean spirit or a person allowing this spirit to operate through them to affect or afflict someone else. The working of this spirit, regardless of how or what form it comes in, is to lead one astray. Seduction, the silent tempter. That word silent is the absence or the absence of speech or sound Not accompanied by any sound Sound gives off vibrations That travel through the air Or another medium And we know that mediums can be a form of Like how the news it's, 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 It operates as a medium But witches are mediums. Psychics are mediums. They stand in between the natural and the spiritual and they get information from unclean sources. And so you can say that a person of God, a prophet, a person who hears the voice of God and they are. In the natural but they're standing in between To get a word from God to somebody else And they can be an oracle for God But anything that God does Satan can corrupt But when something is silent It has the absence of speech or sound And if something has no sound And discernment isn't operating Within you and the dirt and the discerning of spirits is not an operation within you. How would you detect this matter? This is just a question. A tempter is a person who tries to persuade somebody to do something, especially something that is bad or wrong. There are people in this world who pray. P-R-E-Y on others And as I was studying for this I came across this question That people are typing into Google In 2024 For answers and guidance On how to trip people up And the question reads What is the first rule of seduction? This is the question that is posed and the answer that is given to the one who is seeking wisdom and guiding fleshly, sinful wisdom I don't even know if that, that word can be put together with that But they're looking for a corrupt meaning for something And the, the answer is to choose the right victim So I'm gonna read that question again. What is the first rule of seduction? Somebody who is Seriously inquiring, how do I seduce somebody? The answer to them is to choose the right victim And it says your target should be someone for whom you can fill a void Now there is No one on this live Who will listen to this who will listen to this playback who does not have a void that needs to be filled And we know that the enemy goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he he may devour And so if the enemy sees us in our weak state and he sees us and he has his monitoring spirits He has all of these things in operating in operation familiar spirits that are in operation and he's Using things that are void in our lives To seduce us away from God This is the spiritual side, but there are natural people There are people who look like us, who talk like us Who are also seeking, who can I destroy? And so the enemy can send spirits but his ultimate goal, he would love to invade the body of a person. Where the spirit can operate through to also trip people up. Ephesians 6 11 says, put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. We live in a world where evil is ramping up more and more in our faces. And if we don't have the power of God that is moving in us and resting in us daily and and shaping us and molding us into who he has called us to be and giving us the power that we need to overcome all of the things that are here and that will come because the days are going to get more evil. And if you don't have discerning of spirits, if you don't have discernment It's going to be very hard to, uh, should I say depict, maybe that's not the right word, but to detect who is righteous and who is not. Because there are people even now who look like prophets, who sound like prophets, but they have a false spirit operating in them. The chance of not being overtaken by the enemy is very slim if we are not connected to the source, which is God. It's that one comment that stays with you when you leave the presence of somebody and it just has you pondering on it. I wonder what he meant when he said this. I wonder what she meant when she said that. I wonder what this person was thinking when they looked at me this way. Crafty devil. But we serve a God who uncovers darkness, whether that be in others, to us, or whether that be to us, towards others. But I feel a need to speak to us from a place of womanhood Not as us remaining or being in a place of a victim through this conversation But ensuring that we ourselves are not inadvertently And that word means without intention or accidentally Causing others to stumble as well So you know, majority of the world At least here in the States, United States Um, Eyelashes are a thing Makeup is a thing Fitted clothing is a thing Fashion always evolves But I know these things will only evolve even more over time Without fading away The things that I just mentioned I don't believe these things are going to fade away And I'm going to tell you I love my lashes I love my makeup I love my taste in clothing I like different types of fabrics and things, but as a woman of God, I also know that I have to constantly be mindful of my why, my how, my when, my where, my because, because even being in the era of social media, when we share our lives, our stories, like Insta story, Facebook story, our pictures, we never know who is on the other side of the screen taking in our content. It's not Our responsibility For how others respond And react But I believe that we do have A responsibility to be mindful Of how our content Can affect others And I'm speaking to social media But even in our everyday life When we go to the store When we go to the movies Like wherever we are To be mindful Because What we do, it does affect other people. And that can even go as far as to say even our brothers in Christ. As God has made us all unique, beautiful, talking about us women, some with more curves than others, some with longer hair than others, some with more plump lips than others. We as women are the essence of God's design, and he's not going to take that away. He's not going to do away with that. We were created to serve a beautiful purpose, and part of that purpose for those of us who are wives are to be our husband's helpmeet. We help them in areas where they fall weak, and the weakness for most men are their eyes or, or their, sexu- their sexual appetite. So you and I were created to appeal to our husbands we appeal to them And if we walk past them in the right way They're going to look They may even take a double take and they're going to try and come to pursue us We all can agree to the and attest to the fact that yeah, yeah, it doesn't take much but after marriage We aren't just seen by our husbands There is a wide range of beautiful freedom that rests in the confines of marriage, but just because something is lawful Doesn't make it expedient meaning in one's best interest and as a woman of god I may be able to wear daisy dukes at home and no I can wear daisy dukes at home in the presence of my husband and This is excluding the presence of our kids, depending on what age they are in. But for me to go to the grocery store with Daisy Dukes on. That could be a temptation and aid as seduction to maybe. Not all, but to someone that I come in contact with. So it's lawful, but it may not be expedient. Everywhere that I go. As a woman of God, I can rub the face of my husband I can get the lint out of his hair. You know, I can pick the lint out of his eyelashes if I see something there I can allow him to lay his head in my lap But if I go up to another man And let's say that I rub his face Even if i'm removing something from it even if i'm just trying to help help That could be a temptation for him while now placing me in an active role of a seductress. It doesn't take much and it doesn't take long. Things can happen in seconds that can affect people spiritually. We're spirit beings and we can feel and sense the other person's intent and motives. Small gestures. Are very powerful and can aid in the temptation and seduction of others Whether we like to talk about it or not We are spirit beings living in earthly bodies That God has created with sexual appetites We are sexual beings that will never change As an adult for all of us Everything works, everything works If we are breathing and alive Everything works The age range that is most popular Of the women that connect here With the Oakland wife Is between the ages of 25 And that of 36 And so I know we're young Everything working So Everyone is different With how their appetite is But if we play with fire We are more than likely going to get burned So even the way that we make eye contact with people The way that I make eye contact with my husband Versus another man has to be adjusted And these are just foundational things That sometimes we have to revisit Because we are in A world where we're living amongst people, where we're living amongst community, and we all have to work out our own soul salvation. It doesn't mean that we're doing things intentionally, but sometimes if we don't know that we're doing something, it could still be causing an issue for other people. And it's just good to just think on some things, Lord, you know, is there anything that I need to just adjust so that I can assure that I'm not being a stumbling block for somebody? And I want to say that I am not a legalistic person. Okay. <laughs> so you're not going to hear me building up this message to shut us down and saying what well, we can't do, what we can do, what we can wear, what we can't wear. But I believe that we have a responsibility again to be responsible with our actions, our attire, our expressions, to just be mindful. So I'm going to use me for an example. I'm saved. I'm a married woman, a young woman at that. I love to look good. I love to dress. I love my heels. I love my lashes. I love everything about being a woman and I embrace it. The Eloquent Wife, it caters to wives. So even when I make selections of clothing for my appearances here, I'm thinking, modesty, Lord, how can I, Lord, what items. You know, should I choose? But at the same time, I'm thinking wifely. There's this thing where once the girlfriend stage is passed, y'all know, we start looking any kind of way sometimes. And sometimes we can get in a little rut. But I think that the way that we present ourselves, it should be tasteful. It should be very, very... Tasteful, but it should be good We should be eye candy for our husbands I believe that And so even with this Even if you may say I have been in a rut And I need to get out We don't want the woman down the block Who could very well be partnered With monitoring spirits and seducing spirits To show us up And then start taking the attention away from us, while also or always being in the right place at the right time, trying to call forth the attention by the spirit of our husband. There are crafty people in this world who don't care about you, who don't care about me, that are full blown seductresses. That don't care about tearing up homes That don't care about tearing up your life That don't care about tearing up your children's life They don't care because they are fueled With demonic spirits To get anything that they can People get power From the destruction Of other people's lives So the way that the demonic realm Works If you can destroy a life I will give you power And with that power you can gain wealth With that power, you can gain more power. With that power, you can crush the lives of other people to get to the top. And so, when they cause, especially the people of God to fall, the men of God to fall, that's an additional reward. You get a higher reward when you can prove. That you have caused a man of God, a woman of God to stumble and fall into sin. We are made in the image of God and the enemy knows that God loves us because we're his children. And so what Would it be like if the enemy, Satan himself, who got kicked out because he was rebellious and he's saying, I'm going to turn his creation against him because I want to make him feel pain. I want to make him feel pain. There is nothing more precious to the enemy than causing the precious creation of God to sin against God. His ultimate goal every single day. How can I get them to fall? Another rule of seduction is where the person looking to seduce another finds a way to enter the spirit of the person they want to seduce. This is all in Google. People are searching this stuff out. People are looking for ways to get others to fall. How can I trick them, make it look so good, make it look so appealing? How can I look sincere, act sincere? How can I enter their spirit to get them so comfortable with me so that I can have my way with them when I'm ready, when the fullness of time comes so that I can cause them to fall? This is where when I talk about the person finding a way to enter the spirit of another, this is where the seducer gives their victim their undivided attention, making them feel like the most special person in the world. But the facade is to first play by the rules of the intended victim of seduction. Making them become so comfortable that they will open up and start trusting that the seducer is a safe place. 1 John 4.1 says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. We have to be very wise. We have to be very vigilant when it comes to discerning others and even for our own actions, because I talk about this all the time, but there are generational curses that each and every one of us has or have. That we have to overcome That we have to fight That we have to beat Because when Adam fell Sin entered into the world And so the blood of that man Became corrupt And so that is why we needed Jesus To die on the cross Because if it was not for his blood The purity of his blood That we use every single day To wash us clean Because there may be thoughts That you think that are not like God That you have to cast down There may be Attitudes that you deal with and perspectives that you deal with that is familiar to you But it may not be in the best interest of you now that you are a born-again believer And so if we are walking with God and if we are adamant about walking this thing The straight and narrow way. It's very, very slim. The the people that walk this road is very slim. It's very, very slim. But it's needed. It's needed. If we are not on guard, even for our own selves. Even for how we interact with people, we can cause people to stumble and fall. We can cause, we ourselves, we can cause other people to stumble and fall. As God has made us beautiful, we don't have to hide it. Nor do we have to be ashamed of it or draw back from it. As we walk with the Lord, He will reveal to you and to I. He will reveal to you and I what He approves of, what He likes. And he may reveal to you either not to wear a thing or to wait to wear that thing or to do a thing. We don't religion. Whether this is correct grammar or not, I just like the way that it sounds. We don't religion. We walk in relationship with the Lord and with any relationship. Dialogue is provided which makes way for the exchange of ideas, thoughts, preferences, approvals, disapprovals The Lord isn't interested in babying us Now when we first become born again believers You know, he takes his time with us But as we grow, as we mature in him, he expects us to know what to do. He doesn't expect and he does not continue to baby us. I don't I don't hear the same thing that I heard when I first got saved, not saying that the word of God has changed. But the way that he guided me as the shepherd, his staff, as he continued to lead me beside the still waters, there was a lot of patience and there was a lot of leading. But now when I'm thinking on a thing, he's not constantly in my ear, not saying that I don't feel the leading of the Lord from within, but prayerfully, you can understand what I'm saying. him constantly having to reprimand and reprove and to say okay no let's let's come here let's come here let's let's come here just how we talk to our kids the way that I talk to my four-year-old is not the same way that I talk to my 10-year-old I may have to tell my four-year-old come here multiple times before she actually comes but if I tell my son one time Monday don't do this and you do it Saturday The repercussions that you may have Will not be the same That my four year old may have If I told you Monday Because you are mature enough To understand and remember You are gonna get in trouble <laughs> You are gonna be in trouble And because I know you remembered And you did it anyway I'm not telling you again Because you already know That you did wrong You about to get in trouble He put God put Both trees In the midst of Adam And Eve And he said Which tree not to touch And it was up to Them To subdue And it's up to us To subdue our flesh and make it line up with the word of God that we are we ourselves don't operate as a stumbling block for others the lord is not removing your sexual nature but he does command that you control it and to and to help us he has given us the free gift Of the Holy Ghost To keep us And to give us the power To not be enslaved to sin That comes through the fleshly part of us The unsaved part of us The flesh will never be saved It cannot be saved Because when we die Our spirit is going to break out And this flesh is going to go back to the ground The dust of the earth God is not removing community God is not going to turn other people Unattractive for you God is not going to do away with the gift that he's given you to be able to enjoy within marriage you have to self control the fruit of the spirit one of the fruit of the spirit is self control Galatians 5:16 says so I say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh That can mean a lot of things for a lot of different people Some people, their things may not be alcohol For some people, their thing may not be gluttony Where they just can't help it but to eat and eat and eat Some people, they may struggle with the lust of the flesh They may struggle with their eyes. There is a, the statistics for pornography is very, very high, even in the church, people that have overcome it. And so we are living in community. God has us in churches. We don't know the struggle that the other person has had, but when we are using the word of God to filter our lives and to filter how we operate to filter how we think to filter how we should move and to filter how we should be just in general a good person a good upstanding person who walks with character the godly character who walks with godly integrity who walks with wisdom and in wisdom. If I am going to treat you how I want to be treated, and if I am to love my neighbor as myself, if I love you, I don't want to do anything that's going to harm you. I don't want to do anything that could harm you or that could cause you to fall. Galatians 5 17 says for the Flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. Because the Lord is telling me, be careful, because the flesh will always desire what is contrary to the spirit. If you are not pr- praying, How we like to say in our heavenly language That's the power source That energizes your spirit man If we're not doing that Or it's been two weeks since we did that How much stronger do you think your flesh Is going to be than the spirit And so even though we're saved Things that we struggle with Could very well come back If we don't and are not Keeping it in check We wake up with brand new mercies every day But with those mercies, we have to apply the word of God every single day. What I may be burdened by today, I may not have been burdened by it yesterday or the day before. But today, what am I going to do about it? Am I just going to allow myself to be overcome by it? Or am I going to use the the tools that God has given me to overcome? The spirit... Is contrary to the flesh So if we are not Before God Things that you Once struggle with Will creep back up If you are not vigilant About Remaining close to God Staying close to God Staying close to His way of doing things. His heart and how a thing is done. His mindset. When we stay close to him, that begins to rub off on us. But if we're, you know, just lackadaisical, we're not reading our word, we're not praying, we're not standing before God, we're not worshiping, we're not getting in the presence of God. In the presence of God, no evil thing can dwell So when you're before the Lord, the things that are not like him fall off of you. But if you're not pressing in and you're just laying up, scrolling on social media all the time that you could have while the children are gone, while your husband is gone, that you could really just press into the face of God, press into the presence of God. If you're using all of that time up to do carnal things. Your spirit is going to feel that And The time that you could have been in the presence of God Where he could be burning things off of you And continuing to keep Your spirit man in check And keeping your flesh in check We can't afford to miss that time The times are more evil And they're going to continue to get more evil And My personal scripture that I always think of and revert back to is that God's saying, if the days are not shortened, even the very elect would not be saved. But for their sake, I am going to shorten the days. For their sake, I am going to shorten the days. So there's also a scripture said that says that the person who is righteous will scarcely make it in. Some of them will scarcely make it in. So if a person who fasts all the time, who is praying all the time, if they're scarcely making it in. Where does the unbeliever stand? Where does the person who stands, who only gets in God's presence every three three weeks, every month or every three months? And they're like, "Okay, God, I'm back. This thing is this is a war zone. Satan is not playing with us. It's a full zone of war. And if I miss my prayer time, I feel that thing that same day. So if a person is forgetting to pray And they not doing it but every three weeks Lord have mercy And not in a joking way Lord have mercy And if it's a struggle for us We have to say God help me to press into your presence God every hindering force that is hindering me From getting into your presence God Jesus, I need you to help me Because I can't make it without you I need you Oh God, I need you So We are not going to fall In the the category Of a seductress We're not going to fall in the category of a victim, of a seductor. And we're not going to allow the enemy to seduce us into straying away from God and going after and whoring after idols and things and people and places and things and people and places. This is a revolving door. And we have to use wisdom we have to be as wise as a serpent and as harmless as a dove because the enemy is the silent tempter and he seeks to devour but because we have the greater one who lives in us we are able and should be able to overcome the enemy and we are going to overcome the enemy. Because we are going to apply the word of God to our lives And we are going to rest in the arms of the Lord And when we need a refresher We can boldly go before the throne of grace and say God, today I don't think I did such a good job Lord, I don't, I don't I'm sorry about that God, help me to do better Help me to be better I want to be In your eyes A woman that pleases you That brings you glory That allows you to smile when you see me Where you're not grieved and you're not vexed And we can rest in this place And God can help us and will help us So I pray I got through it, thank you Jesus I didn't veer off too much So I was able to get through all of my notes But I truly pray that something that was said today Was a blessing to you I truly pray That you were blessed by something I want to end Here Because I know sometimes, you know the, the, The era that we live in You know The feminist movement You know It's not my responsibility to, you know, I don't have to cause myself to look unappealing and to look like I'm homeless to be saved. I do have a responsibility to how I present myself. But if a person deals with perversion, what, what, it doesn't matter what you have on. Their perverseness will still lust after you. So we're not going to allow ourselves to be in a legalistic place Where we are conforming to what man thinks it should be To try to help them with demons that they need to be delivered from But God, in as much as I want to please you Help me to choose the right things Help me to say the right things Help me to think the right things Help me to operate the right way So that I can walk upright before you that i don't trespass against other people but that i am righteously standing before you a daughter of the most high god who brings her father glory so blessings unto you i pray the peace of god over you and i truly pray that as you go today that the lord will begin to speak to your heart And reveal to you anything that may need to be revealed. And that you would rest in the completion of who God has called you to be. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. So until next time, I will see you and I will talk to you then. I don't have my phone pulled up. It's actually not on. So. I can't see any of the comments so don't think that I'm not, you know, I'm ignoring anybody but I love you all so much and I thank you for your support. And until next time I will see you and talk to you then. Love you much and bye-bye. I pray
1: for you, yeah, I go to the throne of grace for you. Huh? To the fight to the end for you, you Don't ever, don't ever give up. You'll fight. Don't ever give up. Come on and fight. Don't ever give
0: up. Don't ever give up. Hey, sis. I pray you enjoyed this week's episode. If this was a blessing, then you for sure don't want to miss next week's episode. So meet me here next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern for another conversation about wifelyhood. If this episode was a blessing to you and you'd like to see it flourish, consider becoming one of our beloved podcast partners to help us get this message to more wives abroad. If you feel compelled to partner with the Eloquent Wife Oil podcast, visit www.gloriawarren.com forward slash partner to become an official partner. We have options for you to submit a one-time love donation or you can become a monthly partner through our secure giving portal. With much love and grace, I pray you have a blessed week. And until next time, it's Gloria signing off. Bye-bye.